What's up, everybody? Jay Miller here. This is the pitch show where normally I would be talking with someone or riffing or doing something, but I wanted to give y'all a heads up on this episode. I'm actually going to be just playing back some audio from another podcast that I do called the Tech Talk Podcast, where I sit down once a month with uh, Clay Russell and Colin Gold, Clay Russell being the creator of the TechSide Network, and he's actually been a guest on the show before, but uh, if you can't tell my voice, it's a little raspy. Um, I'm not under the weather, um, heartburn and stuff, but we had some family stuff happening this week that kind of kept me from being able to present my normal uh, type of episode. So, and we, and at the same time, we also had a really good conversation on Tech Talk. There was a really good question that Clay had brought up titled, is technology good? Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack there. And uh, I wanted to share that clip with y'all it's it's a little longer so uh if you subscribe to the tech talk podcast then cool you've heard this before but if you don't then uh, maybe consider giving it a listen like i said it's a once a month show that i do with with some friends and we talk about some of the things that have been happening in tech our feelings on them as well as bring some insight into some of the tools that we're either hot or cold on but Without further ado, this is going to be the episode for this week. I'm hoping that we'll get back to our normal scheduled content in the upcoming week. But without further ado, here is the excerpt from the Tech Talk podcast. Enjoy. We're going to wrap up with mine, which is going to be pretty much an open-ended question here. And I'm just going to let uh, Colin, we'll start with you. Um, since you've been around... Uh, longer than I have on this earth. Um, and, and then, uh, you know, Jay, you're, you're, you're st- relatively, uh, I'm a spring uh, chicken new. Yeah. New to this world. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, but you've, wow, but, but here's the thing, Jay, here's the thing, Jay. I, I feel like Jay's been more spent more of his life around technology with me and Colin can actually go back to days where technology was not so prevalent. Right. Uh, we remember what the world was like when you had to socialize to have friendships. Um, you had to be, you know, spend time with people. You, you know, when you wanted to call somebody, it was, uh, you had to share a phone with other family members and make time for a call. And then, um, you know, How it was do a you think I am 20. <laughs> I was, I'm assuming you're at least 10 years younger than me and me and Colin. Are. I'm in, my, I'm, I'm 31. So okay, yeah, so you're 16 years younger than yeah. I'm I am. I'm, I'm right on the and, cusp, and, and, and you're 20 years younger than I am. Okay, so I, we, I think I nailed it. Yeah, we we had AOL. I mean, I think we got okay. AOL when I was like 10 or 11. So like, okay, I mean, so. I didn't. I I grew up playing outside, just like everyone else on this chat. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, what I'm trying to get at is, I w- I want you to think about the best years of your life. I want you to think about the um, you know. The world as it relates to, um, you know, politics, uh, the economy, the um, pop culture, um, and just just values and morals and those kind of things. Do you believe, Colin, in your, you know, deepest, the deepest pit of your heart that the world is a better place overall because of technology? 
or not? So when I originally read this question, the answer that I prepared was a little bit different than the way you asked it, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Because um, the first thing that came to mind was um, a story that I saw last night on 60 Minutes that talked about how because of technology, we were able to get a COVID vaccine, uh, or actually the antibodies in 60 days. Because of technology, because of things that have happened over the last 20 years, um, when they started to think about the, the, the fact that we could have a pandemic or that there could be something, actually it was built for military reasons, right, that it could wipe out the entire military, that they started putting technology in place. And to me, yes, the world is a better place because of technology, because uh, as many people that have passed from COVID, it could have been a lot worse if we had not had some of these things put in place. So that's how I was thinking about the question. Morally, has is the world a better place because of technology? Um, I think it's a different place, right? Because I, you can't you can't think that there was not a society throughout time that didn't evolve. Right. So whether you think about the Romans or the Greeks or the ancient Sumerians or um, the people that were in Mexico, um, which I can't think of it, the one on the Yucatan Peninsula, they all evolved. Right. And societies evolved. And their technology was just different than the technology that we're in the middle of now. I think that um, it will come full circle, I think, as most things do. And some of the things that we're struggling with now as a society will come back to some of the wholesome um, wholesome family-type things that happened in the 50s and 60s and 70s, like, like the whole idea of dinner together, the whole idea of not having the television on, all those kinds of interesting things that are, are now being challenged by technology um, will return because I think that there's an evolution to everything. Um, but I, I can't answer that no, the world is not a better place because of the technology. I think technology has its place, and I certainly think that we are benefiting more from technology than it's hurting us. But maybe that's just my utop- utopian view. No, that's what I asked for, and I appreciate that. Uh, Jay, what's your take on the on the question? And I guess, you know, it maybe, maybe it's not fair for me to ask you to interpret my question in any particular way. Maybe this is just too broad of a question for me to to contain in, in, in a, in a particular definition. So answer it, which, you know, any way you see fit. I think technology has significantly improved the quality of the common person. And, and I want to preface that with never before. I, I have relatives that grew up in, in Boone mountain country, North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia. Never would I have imagined they'd have access to internet. Never would I imagine them have the ability to be able to call someone that didn't live in their town. Uh, you know, never would I have imagined those things being possible. And yet it happens. Here, here's where the problem is. I, I consider the internet age to be equivalent to that of the industrial revolution in matter of importance. How long did it take for the Industrial Revolution to start and end? I'm just, you don't, I'm not even going to give you time to Google it. It took about 80 years. So in 80 years, 
from 1760 to 1840, around the start of, you know, some serious other issues in the U.S., you know, dealing with civil, the Civil War and all that. So when you look at what took 80 years to, like, foundationally change how a country, how a, how a planet began to change, we've been able to do that effectively in half the time. Now, that's both a good thing and a bad thing. It's a good thing because, hey, that means a lot more people got helped. You know, we didn't have to wait for the railroads to reach your area. The, you know, the Internet got to you faster than than the railroads did. But the amount of oversight, the amount of regulation, the amount of care and the amount of concern and, and literacy around the tools that we were given have not developed and have not spread as fast. I'm not one to, to say we need to do anything in terms of policy regards left and right. For those that, that don't know my political opinions, it's none of your business. But one thing that I feel like we should have been doing as, as someone who used to work for the government, as a member of the military, as a former mem member of the military, even when they were talking about Windows XP going out of support, instead of embracing it and saying, let's get as modern as possible, let's embrace the edge, that way we can make educated decisions. What we did was say, how much will it cost for us to stay on the antiquated systems because we're, we trust it more than what's coming up? Our entire policy regarding technology has always been developed out of fear instead of out of insight. And because of that, we've always been behind the curve on being able to provide reasonable regulation, reasonable laws, and reasonable policies regarding technology. We're so afraid of what can happen that we decide we're going to do nothing. We sit on our hands and then we wonder why things continue to get bet to get worse and worse in some areas as the industry gets better and better. So I agree that yes, technology has gotten better. It's and it's faster than ever before. We're making leaps and bounds when we used to make skips and jumps. That said, we've got to pull our heads out of our butts and start talking about the conversations that people don't want to have. Because it may end up with some people's rights feeling like they've been violated, with some people's feelings feeling like they've been violated, with some people's ideals feeling like they've been violated. But at the same time, that is how progress happens. Progress doesn't care about you as the individual. It cares about the whole of a human race. And if we can't see that, we're gonna. it's not going to be better. And it's not going to get better. It's going to get a lot worse before we hit the end of that 80 years and start whatever the next revolution is going to be. All right. Well, that was deep. I'm going to try to do my best to follow that with my own take on my own question here. Um, is the world a better place because of technology? I'm going to three things I'm going to look at and point to. And, and this is not from from a worldview as much as it is an individualistic view of, you know, every, every individual and how technology has affected them. And, and, and my opinion, um, has been a detriment to the human being. Okay. Number one, I think, uh, instant gratification has made America 
and a lot of people, including myself in some ways. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not guilty. Also, it's made us lazy. Um, the, the ability to get anything here and now and without, with very little effort and with very little, um, um, you know, cost investment to have it instantaneous to you, uh, has made us greedy, selfish, um, prime example um 99 cent apps people bitching about paying 99 cent for a 99 cent app that's just a small thing but i'm just thinking about the top of my head people bitching because amazon is a day late on a delivery service um people bitching because they place an online order for some food and it arrives half an hour later than what they wanted to at their front door um instant gratification in the world of maybe pornography and how that's affected, you know, many people in a, in a spiritual sense. And then, and maybe as far as breaking up families and things like that and the sickness and, and things that go along with, with that kind of industry. That's one area. Instant gratification, I think has been uh, horrible in regard to um, the human being and, and reaching a human being's full potential. And, um, I'm going to move on to the next thing. The next thing I would say is our ability to properly socialize. Um, I think uh, a lot of the ways technology has has affected our youth more than you know, uh, and the way that they are not able to communicate with their eyes, uh, with their facial expressions, to other human beings in person. It's I was um, serving some food to these to these teenagers in the lobby, and I, I go out there, I, I deliver their food, and I look in the eyes and I say thank you, and and um, I let them know that I appreciate them, and, and let me know if there's anything else I can get for them, right? And I, the look in their face, like like they did not know how to respond to somebody that approached them and spoke directly to them and made eye contact with them. Another instance would be I pass an order out through a drive-thru window and the customer holds their hand out without looking at me at all while staring at their phone, right? That, that connection is with the device. It's not with the person. That's happening more and more and more. And, 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 and it's like we, we are essentially, and in some ways we're, we're seeing ourselves become zombified, like, like, like the human connection is dissipating. I mean, we can say we're all connected. It's just through the internet now, and and we're we're actually closer than ever. I don't know if I buy that. Maybe maybe you know, in a in a in a certain sixth sense, we we are closer because I can Skype you. But I don't know if that means actually I'm closer to you. If I actually feel a connection with you, and you know, it's kind of hard to for me to to put into words here on this podcast. But until you actually feel it feel the disconnect with those you love. Like Facebook is not a replacement for a family reunion. Um, friendships can't be seriously built through Facebook. Um, I have a friendship with Colin, but I guarantee you if I was his neighbor, I'd probably be, have a lot better relationship with him and know him a lot better and, and would probably go as far as saying whatever he needs on their form. 
where right now it's a it's a it's a relationship we podcast together and i consider him a friend but it's more of a it's more of an acquaintance than it is a, a true friendship right i mean I, and i'm not trying to dismiss anything that that me and colin have built through podcasting then it goes with you too jay i'm just saying that um the closeness the you know the the camaraderie you feel with with friendship by sharing it experiences together doesn't happen over the internet it just doesn't it's not the same the other thing i want to talk about is um is demands at the workplace i am expected to do probably 10 more times of work than i would have been expected to do 10 years ago why because everything's in instantaneous i can respond to emails i can communicate to hundreds of people throughout the day because of my cell phone i can um you know message people i can i can do web meetings so therefore instead of doing a face-to-face -face meeting um it's 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 five web meetings a day or whatever it is the business side of things you know when it comes to when it comes to technology is they are looking at how to use technology to get more productivity out of out of people which is fine uh you know from a business standpoint i understand that everybody needs to make money but i also understand that you know it just seems like that there's they want to get every little bit out of you that is possible and technology has allowed us to become more productive therefore they demand that productivity at all high new levels i mean whether you're at home whether you're at work wherever you are they expect 24 7 on the clock you know you're never really disconnected you are always there yes you can turn off notifications yes you can do the uh, do these things but you're still just a phone call away right um these are just a few of the things that are are the, that come to mind when i ask myself this question there are things that technology has been good for but I, if i have to weigh out the pros and the cons i think as a world in general i think technology has helped our country become safer i think um technology has been good for um you know for mil military reasons and, and things of that nature for education maybe i'm not sure education's better off with computers and ipads in the hands of every child um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure our kids are any smarter. Test scores will probably show you that data compared to where they were before we had technology in the classroom. Um, so I guess my take is just a little bit different. Um, you know, I, I'm just not sure as human beings, we are better off with technology than we were before it. That's Clay, my take. I have so many rebuttals. <laughs> so many rebuttals. <laughs> All right. And and I will say the biggest one is something that we've we've said, at least two of us on this show have said today. TikTok. TikTok did not exist five years ago. Well, maybe it did. I think it was musically at the time. But how how people use TikTok today, I have seen people who have who have basically been shunned their entire lives because of a mental illness, because of a disability be able to make a living for themselves on TikTok, just telling people what they have to go through and the level of, and I'm not going to lie, there's some hatred, but I, I see a lot of love. I see a lot of empathy. I see a lot of people that are there because they want to support what people are doing. I will be honest with you, Clay. If you were my next door neighbor, we would have never talked. 
Not because of uh, anything crazy or race or anything like that, because I can't tell you my neighbors' names right now. We got brand we got brand new neighbors on one side, and we have some people that have rented the house next to us for, since we've lived here, and we've lived here for five years. I can't even begin to tell you. I can't even tell you what car they drive, because it is not something I think about. In terms of the career space, yes, more is demanded from us, but I can be honest. My job today did not exist when I was a kid. There was no career counselor that could tell me one day you'd be a developer advocate because that was not a thing. I think that what has happened, and I don't know who's to blame. I would say a lot of parents, you know, hopefully I can change that um, as a parent myself. But what has happened is there's a divide between what has been deemed appropriate behavior and inappropriate behavior. And maybe some parents got to get slapped in the head. I mean, to be quite honest, maybe, maybe that's what's what we're lacking is we're lacking that digital slap in the back in the head. Cause I, I grew up working at Chick-fil-A. So when someone tells me, thank you, I immediately say my pleasure and I, I can't, I can't help but to say it. it. It's been ingrained into my fiber. Apparently, I don't know what it is, but it, it's happened some 15 years later, 15, 16 years later. Now, what I see is a new way to think a new way to explore and a new way to live and thrive and have that successful life that you were saying that you were looking for. I mean, not to not to tell you to quit your job and become a TikToker, because I mean, I don't know if it works for everybody. But what I can say, there there are people that have truly had their lives changed because of a thing that they do. I, I saw a 24 year old who just had a fascination with animals and was just spitting random facts about wallabies and snakes and spiders and stuff. Get a bid to to host a show on PBS. That is that is a dream. I would love to work for PBS. Like I know the pay is probably not great, but hey, to work for the same company that Bob Ross did at one point, to be able to say that I I can reach millions of people on what I would deem one of the most important channels on the planet, like all because I had a, a fascination with animals and I was like reading from Wikipedia. No one told these kids that these careers were possible. And the difference is, is now they're being groomed from day one to chase those careers. And they're being groomed by people who did not have the teaching behind them to do it right. So what are they doing? They're gaming the system. Nothing matters but followers and clicks. And they're doing it the wrong way. And they're doing it in a way that winds up with 90% of those people failing. What needs to happen is the education, the passion behind the things that are happening in technology. I mean, Clay, we, we met each other over social media. We met each other over the same. I don't know if, I don't know if we met in the pit Facebook group or on Twitter, but what I do know is that it was like, Hey, I'm doing a thing. You're doing a thing similar. We've been podcasting for close to, I guess, tech talk and what I've been doing has been are about the same age. Uh, so we were looking for help and found it from people that live on opposite sides of the country well you're in you're it, you know what i mean but i'm on the, I'm on the opposite side i get it. exactly i never would have met colin had it not been for you clay so i i never would have met 
people that I talk to on a regular basis, more than I talk to my neighbors, than from a social media app that now I can't even tell you I like to be on. So I I can't say that it's the technology that has made us worse. I think it's the people that have made us worse. And it might be some of the people have utilized technology for the worst. Maybe they put the wrong lessons in place because there were no lessons. And again, that goes back to, to what I was saying before. What needed to happen was an earlier embrace by the folks that steer culture, that steer morals and ethics and values. Because what has happened are the folks that don't, or maybe they steer values that maybe we don't agree with, or you don't agree with, or I don't agree with. They start saying, hey, you know what? If you really want to never have to work a day in your life, treat people like this, do these things, and focus solely on clicks and follows. And in six months' time, you'll be making six figures a month, and you don't, you'll never have to worry about working ever again. Well, uh, like I said, it was an open, open-ended question, and I, I, I think we can all interpret it differently based off our own life experiences and 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 witnessing, you know, the lives of others. But there's there's good and bad things. I don't know if there's a clear answer to this question. I, it was I knew it was going to be a difficult question to ask, and and um, I don't know if there's a statistical way to answer it where one is party is right or one party is wrong here, but. But uh, anyway, uh, Colin, do you want to do you want to add something else? Yeah, I just wanted to. Um, after listening to, to to both of you, after I spoke, um, the issue. I mean, and you can even like into the industrial revolution, right? The things that happened at the beginning of the industrial revolution were very different than the way life was at the end. And this could just be Clay. The way you're feeling could just be the growing pains of the beginning. Right, could could just be us us getting getting into a place where it's where it's um, where it's better, right? And even if you go back and you just you look at, at future episodes of Star Trek, right, right, the things that they use technology for in the future are all about taking care of people. So, like, I don't know, and I know that's a that's a really hokey way to put it, but I think that there's positive to it. My my. What I also heard when listening to the two of you speak was that um, humans have failed humans, right? Because there's a reason why um, those children don't know how to respond to you when you're when you say something nice to them, um, and it's not because of their iPhone. I think their iPhone uh, or their technology it, it assists them, but that's not the reason why they don't know how to respond. And when I think of the three people that are sitting on this podcast. Even though you both dissed me and said I'm not really your friend, but we won't even go into that. Um, then when I think of the three people that are sitting here on this podcast, um, I think that we have the same values when it comes to raising our children. And that's all I'm 